0: Welcome one, welcome all. Welcome back folks. Welcome to the show. You know what we're all about? Breaking down them walls, breaking down that metaphorical wall that's keeping us from the truth. This is a really quick intro to the intro. I fucked up guys. I don't know what happened, but the low the volume was pretty low on this one for about half of the episode. And I-, I didn't figure it out till about halfway. So it's gonna sound a little shitty at first, but bear with it. Some things suck at first. You know, you just got to power through uh, or skip about halfway. But either way, this was a great conversation with Ashley. And thanks for joining the show. Peace.
1: Hey, teacher, leave all.
0: Welcome one. Welcome all. Welcome to the bricks in the wall. I am your host, Juan, a.k.a. truth.in.media. Follow me on Instagram for Daily Truth. And welcome back to the show, guys. Um, It's been a weird month. So many sick people that I've come across. um, All the grocery stores that have pharmacies are packed. Um, People on podcasts are saying their friends are sick. I don't know. I just keep repeating this every, every episode. It just gives more credence to me to the idea of terrain theory and how it's more about how you keep your body clean so that you don't get sick. However through all the toxins and all the poisons that we be eating, our body has to expel these things. So the idea is that around several times a year, and I've noticed too, I think it has to do with, uh, what's it called? Um, the Whenever the time changes. I've noticed is whenever the time changes or whenever there's equinoxes, when the, the time of day and night are similar, I've noticed people tend to get sick. And I don't know if that has any, any kind of connection or correlation I just found it very interesting that maybe around the equinoxes of the year people tend to expel their toxins and if you're around someone who's expelling their toxins they will kind of turn your body on to also do the same thing similarly to how when women menstruate if they live close to other women they'll start syncing up and they'll start having their cycle around the same time and I just think this type of stuff is weird because again the human body and animals we all go through cycles We all do things unconsciously in a way, and we just do them. And I think a lot of this knowledge has been taken away from us or become esoteric, which is what we're going to talk to with somebody very interesting today. Her name's Ashley. I found her on Instagram. Um, Again, everything works off synchronicity. I clicked on her profile because she was stalking me online. She was liking all my stuff which I don't uh-huh. mind, and so I, I checked out her profile, and guess what? She's right up our alley, guys. Her name's Gardening with Ashes. So with that alone, I know she's gardening, and she's trying to, I don't even know if this is what her name means, but from the ashes, you know, rising, like the phoenix, the fire, the firing you phoenix. You're, you're coming back from something that was destroyed and coming back as something more powerful. And I just love that whole idea. You know, we are in this fucked-up world right now, And it may seem like we're burning and dying, but out of these ashes, we can create a beautiful world and basically a heaven on earth. So now I'm just rambling, but without any further ado, I'd like to welcome to y'all to the show, your comrade and mine, Ashley. How you doing, Ashley?
2: I'm good, thank you. That was such a nice introduction.
0: Thank you for uh, agreeing to to join us today. Um, Tell us a little bit about yourself, Ashley.
2: Yeah, um, well, yeah, thanks again. definitely want to talk on those points um i i'm a mom you know i'm a primary family woman you know traditional woman um but with some crazy ideas and crazy um a crazy drive to like just look into everything and um yeah so it's like i'm the squirrel house mom i could i guess you could say (laughs) and uh yeah.
0: How many kids do you? Have? You said you had four kids, right?
2: I've got four kids. They're all under the age of ten. They're just my blessings. Like they're so amazing. They bring so much life. And um, yeah, my husband and I've been married about ten years. He's he's my man, and I um, yeah I have this presence online where I just really felt like, and you know I love. Um, Thank you. Yeah, you I got to say you're literally the only one who has like gotten my name. They're like, "Do you garden?" Like I'm like, "No, I'm sowing seeds, baby. Like that's what I do. I I sow seeds like of hope, of dreams, like I talk. I um it's not an actual gardening page. And you thank you. You got it. You understood that. I did, I've never explained that to you before. So.
0: Wow, that's cool. I hit it in the uh, on the head, I guess
2: literally mhm rising from like a phoenix there you
0: go okay so, so. actually tell me a little bit about your life and what you think possibly led you down this path of questioning
2: um well my my father was a brilliant man and brilliant and he he had the you know he had the gift of sight and he would tell me things And he, like, he was, um, he's the one that, like, opened my eyes to stuff early. Thank goodness. Like, I didn't live in a reality where, like, I had a la-la land, but I was empowered by the knowledge. You know, like, I knew my place, and I wasn't afraid of the opposition because I understood why they were holding us back. Because I truly believe we are divine. You know, and right. to hold that back from us is um like what's their reasoning? Why would they have to do that? You know, like why is it in place the way that it is? So anywho, it was my dad. He woke me up early, I was like twelve when nine eleven happened and he's like, Yeah, I'm gonna pull you to the side and just explain this one to you <laughs> You know, like these were bombs. This you know this is a planned invasion they took out insurance policies like he just laid
0: it all out on the table for me and i was like okay i see you know what i mean wow that's amazing um that's so fortunate of you because i feel similarly i have a daughter she is seven eight she's going to be turning nine and Mm -hmm. i don't know i've been going through this in my mind ever since she was born because i do want to explain all these things to her however I actually want to share with you the story today as a matter of fact I was on Instagram and I follow this page called liminal club and it's basically they make videos of kind of like the 90s or what your childhood was and they'll show you like random pictures of playgrounds or or schools or things you might have seen in your youth and it kind of brings this sense of nostalgia and reminiscence and just thinking back and looking back at the world and how simple and almost peaceful things seemed So I went through the comments because I just love to see what people say about that stuff. And then one comment stood out to me that I think is going to stick with me forever. And it said something along, someone posted first, they said, wow, back when the world was simple. And then someone commented under that saying, the world has always been fucked. It's just we were kids and we did not know. And it's true because back then there was the iraq war there's always been wars there's always been people taking advantage and oppressing others killing people for resources or trade routes and there's always been this opposition of the rulers and the oppressed and they're always seemingly just making life difficult for everyone all the people normal humans that i know in my life they just want to have a sense of purpose they want to be healthy have healthy kids they want to educate their kids well they they don't most people have no thoughts or issues about what's going on in other countries but somehow the government the people the rulers of of this country especially they implant and brainwash the people into accepting narratives and ideas such as picking up a gun and going across the world to murder people and so this has always been going on but like the comments sh- they shown they sh- they hit they how do i say they brought the light to me that, yes, the world has always been fucked, but as kids, we're ignorant, and we're just, like, in our little worlds. We're not paying attention to the media or politicians. And so I feel my daughter's in that right now. My daughter doesn't know anything about Joe Biden or how much he sucks or how he can't yeah. even climb the stairs. She doesn't know anything about any of that. So she's happy. Yeah. She's so She skips, she dances, she sings. Uh-huh. And so, like, I feel like when she – I the the reason for this podcast and for all the books that I buy and offer the links that I save, the videos that I save, I have so much cataloged so that when she does come to an age, I would like to show her these things, but then again, I don't wanna crumble her world. So I ask you this, Ashley. What is your idea about waking up your kids when the time comes?
2: Well, okay, so it's you know for me i um i really think there's power in dissolving the illusion for them because the illusion really comes down to it you know i'm going to skip a beat and this is going to change direction a little bit but the illusion being that um you know the you know this matrix we can call it is put in place to like a cage on top of our planet which you know is flat as a pancake. (laughs) We all know that. Come on. And, you know, the grid put over the top of us, suppressing us. Okay, hold on. Don't lose your train of thought, Ashley. I tend to do this. I'll do a little sidetrack and then I got to walk myself back. Okay. Um, Let's see here. (sighs) They don't want me to talk. Let's see. Okay. I got it. The ultimate law of the land is trust law, right? Hmm. And lawful law, common law. Okay? Have you heard of this before? Yes. Okay, so common law, trust law, is above um, judicial law or federal law. Um, It's it's a law that covers the planet.
0: It's like maritime law, right? It's based off of maritime law and and how things happen in transactions across the sea
2: based on natural law universal law God's law okay uh-huh. and we our president precedence is under God's law right because we are his creations and so um, oh shit <laughs> <laughs> you back I was like going there come on. I love it. You gotta, you got listen, listen to me talk so you can get me back to that point. But no, the the grid put on top um, is is literally paperwork. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's like,
1: oh,
0: shh. Maybe I can help you and oh. interject for a little bit. Cause yeah, I've researched yeah. that, and I think I think it was the year sixteen sixty six. A pope put out a decree, basically declaring that all humans on earth or to be considered lost at sea. Essentially, yes. we have no soul. Thank you. And so you. that decree was basically saying that for you to actually claim your authenticity and your reality and your stake on this earth... Yes, you have to claim your sovereignty and claim that you're actually a living being and kind of pull right. yourself out of this, like you said, paperwork, this seemingly... Dude, your wor- eyes cold.
2: Your eyes cold on the... Your eyes cold, like, yeah. Like the coffin, like cold. Why do they... Th- they call it cold hard cash. You know, we're the cold hard cash. Cash is something you store. It's also the name of a coffin, like a wooden box. Why are we buried in a box? You know what I
0: mean?
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> you gotta go to the bank to get your money. It's on the, where are our banks? At the river. What does the river do? The river flows, you know? Mm-hmm. Like it's all, it's all yeah, it's, sorry. It's all about maritime law. It's all about the water.
0: Right, so and when you dock on a station, the dock door, the dock takes you in, and then you're birthed. Like when ships, when you have a ship and you create a ship, you birth it by sending it into the ocean. And that's when yeah. it actually comes alive. And that's interesting, it that all has to do with word magic, uh, green language, this seemingly weird esoteric stuff we were talking about before we started the show, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: it, yeah, exactly. It's, um, when you okay so when you accept the fact that you're divine right and they've got this law here suppressing you when you set yourself free and you know how to navigate the language and the law of it all you really can live a divine life I mean um you don't well that's what I'm working on now I really feel like it's not going to take a revolution it's not going to take getting in the streets it's not going to take peaceful protesting. Like, it's not going to, that's not what's going to do it. Like, these this, these laws that are put in place, like, they're, um, uh, shoot. Man, I smoked some purple Kush. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: yeah. Hell yeah.
2: Really not a good
0: idea. Oh, man.
2: Oh, uh, sorry. You're going to have to, like, no, you, no you just keep that in there. I lose my train of thought, but this
0: one was a little bit too Indica for, for a meeting. Let me, um actually, I want to play a video that I had re-found today. I had, I had heard this a long time ago, but since we're talking about change right now, I totally agree with what you're saying in that the revolution, the change that's going to come, like you said, it's not going to be through a battle. It's not going to be with linking arms or yeah. making plants it's gonna be what i've discovered it's just walking away don't vote don't participate yeah create your own system
2: Unplugged. yeah you, we don't have to exist within the system and 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 we don't need to do it through the, all the paperwork either but like you can e- exit just by knowing that it's put in place to like yeah so, to hold you back and then you activate who you are. And so, you know, through the winter, I was really active on social media in the fall. And then, um, you know, I just got to a point where I just got sick. I literally got physically ill from sharing too much dark side. Like it made me like in there spraying us, like, you know, it was just, you know, I live in the Pacific Northwest too. So I'm up here and it's rainy and we've got heavy clouds and I got sick I was like but I was it was because I was playing on a low vibrational field you know what I mean mm. I'm like I need to expose the reason why this is in place and that reason is because we are walking talking um, like antennas electrical antennas connected to earth get your you know shoes off walk outside connect with the mother sit down meditate you know go within relax and meet the father you know why do we you know people call out like heavenly father that's like you know it's the patriarchy it's blah blah it's like well no but mother holds us you know we live on mother so it's it's true universal law in play here right like um you know you're walking around with your shoes off and you're feeling joy and your heart is truly literally like Blasting off 100 photons of light per second. All right. That's like measurable. It's scientific fact. They did a, a study on it. You. I don't know if you read it. Have you read that study?
0: No. Tell me about it.
2: Okay. Well, I'll I'll link the details. Like whatever I talk about, I'll try to go back and listen to this, and I'll link the stuff on my my um, my milkshake. Okay, (laughs) um, okay, but this was, um, so when you're just sitting in a normal, like neutral feeling, just like being right, your heart literally emits light, it emits 20 photons of light per second, literal light that would be visible to the eye if we could see through our bodies, right? So if you feel joy, and, they, and you get happy and feeling love and gratitude, your heart emits 100,000 photons of light per second. You Your body literally lights up. Wow. And so that's real. And so when we're talking about, you know, Jesus Christ and the halo, we're you know, we're not, we're not talking about like a little golden halo that floated over his head, like nothing cartoon, like nothing, nothing make believe, like maybe possibly at that point of where he got, yes, amen, right? He's got his crown, but or, you know, hallelujah, but he was glowing because he was, he could get into a state at which he was exhibiting so much love and so much hope and joy so powerfully that he glowed visibly to the naked eye.
0: Wow. And that
2: is what I'm seeking. Like that is that is what they don't want everyone to know that we can do. Jesus came here and said, "Do not call me Lord if you will not do what I tell you to do." And don't worry about me. You don't need me to you don't need to call on me. This isn't exact st- scripture, but you can do it too and you can do it better than me what what else would he be talking about than saying we all have the gifts to heal we all have the gifts to see we all have the gifts to feel and you know telepathy we all have these powers literally written within our program in our minds like our minds are literal electrical Grids, like, you know, the single eye, the pineal gland, all that. On top of that, it's a crystalline structure where all the crystals literally spin and send about all the electricity. You know, mm-hmm. it's a, we're stardust, you know, but we're like, uh, just, it gives me goosebumps. Like, I love it. And, um, <clears throat> do you mind if I just keep jabbing?
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't mind. Go ahead.
2: Well, little jab, jab. Um, Okay, I love this. This is one of my favorite things that I've been connecting. Like, you know, there's 12 houses of Israel, mm. and there are 12 disciples of Jesus. There are 12 months in the year, 12 zodiac signs, and there are also 12 very important integral uh, neuron, rece- neuro- neurological gates in our mind, there's 12, there's six on each side.
0: And 12 hours in a day.
2: And 12 hours in a day, 24 hours in a day, but 12 hours per, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all. it's all the same divine math, right? So when you, and not saying that we're in the right time frame, I don't think, I think they're messing with time frame, but I'm talking about natural time, passing time, you know? But these things that have been on calendars through all the regions of the world, the Mayans, you know, everyone held the same kind of calendar. So everyone's in this, everyone's been on the same page anciently. Apparently we're just the only ones not in the know. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah.
2: We're like these babies coming out, finding out all this stuff like poured they poured mud on top of, basically. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So your gates in your mind, there's 12 of them, there's six on each side, and these open... Only when you drop into a meditative state, um, the, the wave is Delta, it's the, or no, it's the Omega, geez, I'm gonna get this one wrong. But the deepest state of meditation is om, and it's a vibration, and it's the, the grounding vibration needed to open the 12 gates in your mind. Wow. And when Jesus returns, riding on his white cloud on the white horse this is when we all can recognize that we, we are we, God dwells with us in our minds and it's up to us to ground our circuitry and use this machine properly and activate yourself and level up, and drop down into ohm and open your 12 gates. The 12 gates of Israel of heaven, when heaven descends, the 12 gates of Israel will be open. Hey, okay? these are your, these is, it's, it's mysticism. This is mystic language that, this is the dark hidden language that they don't want you to, to understand. But the Bible tells us we need to understand the dark hidden language. And the Bible was written by Hellenistic Greeks. Greeks, Hellenistic Hellenistic Greeks followed mythology. Mythology doesn't mean that it didn't happen. It just means it's not the case at all. It means that it very much did happen, but it's being explained in a way that will help you understand it. And also code it for the people that are truly seeking the truth.
0: Yes. I love
2: that. You have to want to know what it means. The cloud... The cloud that Jesus is gonna ride down on, on that white horse, the cloud is your mind. Clouds mean mind, it's your consciousness in mystic language, that's what they use clouds for, that's the code word, it's your mind, clouds. So Moses went up into the cave and the mountain was surrounded by clouds, you know, and the tabernacle while the Jews were wandering in the desert for 40 years, The tabernacle was always surrounded by clouds. So it's your mind.
0: Right. Um, Yeah, I love that. That's the type of hidden esoteric language that you're talking about. And also, I love the idea that you said that, of course, this is like secret top knowledge that they're not just going to dispense to whoever. Uh, Again, there's a verse in the Bible that says, don't throw pearls to swine because they'll just trample them and then come after you. So basically saying you got to find a way to hide the knowledge for those who are truly seeking like you said can figure out what this means and so i've gone down this path of trying to figure out this mystical language that they talk about in the bible and i don't know if you've heard but have you heard of the idea this is going to sound weird and i don't know if this is positive or negative or evil or not it's just an idea that that i've heard regurgitated several times but there's the idea that if you can men if men can keep themselves from ejaculating and like releasing their sperm that you can actually do some type of exercise where you actually i don't know how it works supposedly what they say is you you become celibate for some time and that you Mm -hmm. gather this energy and there are certain exercises techniques and rituals in which you can cause that i don't know semen or what to actually go up your spine and into your brain and then there's there's just yeah is the
2: sacred milk and honey
0: can you tell me about that please
2: yeah that's the kundalini that's the serpent that's jacob's okay so okay so when jacob in genesis 32 19 genesis 32 20 when jacob meets god for the first time face to face he decides he's going to name him Peniel. Wow. Like, the pineal it says it in your scripture you can look it up genesis 32 20 i believe it is jacob names god pineal wow. and um jacob is in reference to other bible you know books in the bible that's the milk and honey so yes the energy the the you know you know you think about it because they've always told us semen had no nutritional value right <laughs> You know, like, it's like, oh, there's nothing in there. Don't look. <laughs> <laughs>
0: nothing, nothing, That's hilarious. Lection, total crap. Don't, don't,
2: like, there's nothing. You don't need it. It's like iceberg lettuce. Just let it go. Spit it out. <laughs> you know right.
0: what I mean?
2: So, yes. And it's the same for the woman. So, um, the Kundalini is that root chakra and I'm not gonna name all the chakras right, but I know I have them and I'm working on activating them I don't think I need to know the name of them to activate them up, but you know that's neither here nor there, but the serpent dwells in your root chakra and when you've got energy and you meditate on that energy the serpent will climb the spiraling staircase Climbs your thirty-three vertebrae and draws the sacred cerebral, cor- cerebral spinal fluid, which is life, vital force energy, like major prisma color, ultrasonic life force energy, mute like liquid, right? Mm-hmm. Milk and honey, and it climbs the thirty-three vertebrae. Why do you think Jesus died at the age of thirty-three? okay why is it 33 degree masons 33 this 33 that my kid just brought home a fire engine truck from goodwill and the fire engine number on it was 33 and i swear my daughter came home with text messages on her thing and she's like i got 33 messages and i'm like okay, universe, I hear you, you know what I mean? Like, the universe is telling you to meditate. You need to drop down and get your cerebral spinal fluid energy to rise up that 33 vertebrae and touch the hem of the garment. Like, if you look in old medical books and you look up hem of the garment, it is like the back part of the crown of the top of your spine where the spine meets your brain. Mm And so when the woman has to reach out and just touch the hem of the garment, that is in reference to that spot exactly when this, when that fluid meets your brain and blasts into the pituitary and the penile gland and they arc and cause they're on the opposite sides, the right and the left and they arc their electrical charge powers up and they've got that oil that's in that state, being able to live with pure love in your heart and this vibe, this high vibration that you need to exhibit right now. And I'm telling you, I really feel like, I mean, I'm not a doomsdayer, but when you're, you know, earlier we were talking about the fire, like there's a lot going on and we feel like the world is on fire. And you know the first time she got her flood like she got her wa- her water baptism and our mother is going is going to go through a, a she's going through the fire right now. She's getting the ultimate refinement and that includes us. And if you don't have that love, like if you don't have that connection to the Father and the ability to drop down and go there the incineration like you know wicked people <laughs> yeah it's 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 vital truly and it's you you that's where you get your insight like that's where you find out what your path is your purpose you get all your questions answered like God said come and knock like knock and ask I am right here like literally get quiet cli- like and knock and ask and I don't think you actually I'm not saying to get your prayers answered you need to like have that full-on own vibrational like you know the gates open moment but he'll meet you at any level so if you just go in and relax praying and going to the father is not just like talking and asking for a bunch of whatever you think you need but it's also like shutting the f up and listening
0: right right.
2: shut the fuck up and listen you know and okay i'm gonna go for like two more minutes on this when you listen like where you're supposed to just let the sounds hit your ears and they touch them for however long they're supposed to with that sound. And then you let that sound just flow right back out. The universe turns into music. It's the most beautiful music you will ever hear. The symphony of symphonies, I'm telling you. And when you it live in in the symphony you know with the sound and you oh my gosh i had this yesterday in the kitchen i was just like my house was going off you know my kids and i'm cooking and and i but i was like ah and it just turned into the most beautiful music and the thing is is that creation is sound right sound vibration is what moves water like dynamics we know like you know you could make water form the most beautiful intricate formations or sand or salt or whatever by just giving them a certain sound a certain hertz
1: mm-hmm.
2: the vibration of creation oh man wait i'm sorry i should let you talk for a second no i like but I'm gonna keep talk, going i want to talk about p- keep going okay <laughs> OK, I want to talk about the cathedral windows. Um, Have you seen this coming up? OK, like the most intricate, beautiful designs are like cathedral windows, right? Right. Like gorgeous stained glass, uh-huh. tiny little pieces, just magnificent, gorgeous. You could look at them for hours. they when you look down, when you, OK, when you look at a strand of DNA, and you're usually always looking at it from sideways. But if you turn it up and you look at it from up and down, and you look down into the tube, basically, uh, uh-huh. that is the cathedral window.
0: Right. It's reminiscent nope. of the cymatic patterns.
2: Yes, it's sound. It's vibration. Vibration is healing. Om is healing. It's like the whole... Not only is the system put in place to suppress us, but it also looks like it's, it's been put in place to like tell us... What we're supposed to do. Like, I feel like there's so much disclosure, but they're not just disclosing everything about the dark side. They tell us how to beat them. In every Disney movie, we know how to beat them. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, love wins. Mm -hmm. They tell us what to do. Right. So,
0: it's, yeah. And I find it so strange, actually, because like you said, we have the tools, we have all the knowledge available, yet... People are so divided that they can't seem to like come together to take down the enemy that we all have, which is the bankers and the occult people and the people who are really pulling the strings on top. And it just seems like, man, we have Internet, we have social media, we have video, we have the documentation. We have everything to prove and to show to people that we're being fucked with, that they're hiding information from us. That, Like you said in the beginning, that we are spiritual, highly divine beings who can heal themselves, who can heal others, who can figure out what their purpose is, what their passion is, and and harness that to create love and harmony and a closer community. But like you said, we're being brainwashed, poisoned, hypnotized put into a trance. I think
2: a lot of them are just NPCs.
0: That's so strange because <laughs> I've had many conversations where people are saying Seriously. that and that reminds me of a quote that I posted a while ago that goes like this. Not everyone was put here on earth to evolve. Some people were put here for you to see what happens if you don't evolve. And to yep. me, that was like, wow, that's so kind of like on the point. Like, yes, Not everyone can be awakened. Some people are put here for you just to realize, man, you do not want to end up like that person. You don't want to be overweight, dumb, uh, ordering shitty fast food through Uber, ordering everything that you need through Amazon. Basically, like the end of that movie, um, what was that Disney movie that ends where, essentially, in the end of the world, all the people are tied to those scooters, and they just live through computers, and they're overweight, and it's like, there's no connection to humanity anymore.
2: Oh, is it the Idiocracy? No, it was
0: Wally. Wally, the movie Wally.
2: Oh, okay. But okay.
0: essentially, yeah, that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to disempower you and make you totally dependent on the system. And they kind of want to leave you like in the Matrix, where you're just feeding them your energy. And they're feeding you all their bullshit to keep you in that system. So that it's a repetitious cycle where you're just like a battery, essentially, like in the Matrix.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, I'm glad that you said that. Cause I do want to kind of correct something I said. I was like, I think I said something about like, you know, it's going to take all of us getting to that point, but I want you, I want to say it is, it's all, it's individual. Like not everyone's going to wake up at the same time, right. you know, and I, and I honestly believe in reincarnation. Like, I feel like we come back and I don't, I don't think that this is our one and only thing. Life. I really don't. I think that we're all here on this like Earth School, you know, Dolores Cannon coming out like Earth School. And we if we don't elevate, we're just stuck here. We come back over and over and over again until you freaking figure it out. Mm. Like, I really do kind of think <laughs> Um, we have to, we have to hit that point. And I'm, I'm honestly like, oh my gosh, if I die and I don't hit that point, I have to come back here. I don't know to have to do it again. Right. You know what I mean? Like right. how, how many lifetimes I want to know how many times I've had to come back to like really freaking figure this out right. because it is very like, it's alarming how ignorant some people still are, you know? Right. Like, it's almost scary alarming, mm-hmm. you know, how, how detached they are from not only not knowing the truth or standing up for what's completely wrong, but legit not caring and just being like, and that's when I just like think, ma'am, yeah, you guys are just in place to like, exactly show us what we're
0: supposed to do. Right, right, right. And so... Well, then coming back to the idea, Ashley, I know you I know I can feel your passion like you really want to wake people up. Have you taken any steps or what is your plan to dispel this information to your kids?
2: Oh man. oh yeah, we've got to go back to that. Um, I do it, I do it in little bits at a time. I'm planting seeds. you know, I was thinking about that yesterday, like i'm I'm, I'm not going to be one of those parents that, and you know, I'm not, I'm not going to judge either, you know, but I, I really do feel like at the, I'm at the point where, you know, I have enough conviction about what I know about what's really going on in this world that like, if it comes down to it, I have to like prove it. I will, you know, but like, I don't want to take my kids to Disneyland. Right. Like they've never been to Disneyland, you know? And when it comes to that point, like they are starting to ask and I, I just, I actually straight up the other day, I just told my daughter, I was like, listen, Disney is evil. (laughs) You know what? They're coming into our schools glorifying lap dances and dudes wearing strap-on, like, or strap-on boobs and, like, women wearing strap-on dicks in front of little kids, and they're putting it in my kid's face like that. Like, yeah, you better, like, I really feel like I'm, like, I better start doing it because they're in my kid's face. You know, they're already there. Right. So if I don't get in the way and let them know what's right and wrong and what's what, they're going to get lost to the very manipulative and very persuasive and very ent- in- enchanting world of debauchery in Babylon. You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: yeah. And, <laughs> and it's so sad because, I don't know, man. I've been looking and reading a lot about parenting, and it's so sad whenever I see those videos of, like, libs of libtard or, like, uh, just people caught up in the whole LGBTQ or abortion movement. It's like, man, these kids had families. They were probably – maybe some of them were probably in really good families, but they got ostracized or went to college and got separated from the family. And like you said, the brainwashing is so strong that it can change people, and then you can have kids – Like who grew up in nice traditional families actually like promoting abortion or changing the gender of kids. And it's like, how do people get to this place? And that's what I'm afraid of. Like, for example, actually, I'm not afraid of dying. I actually sometimes welcome death because I'm so curious about what happens on the other side. The only thing that scares me about death that I won't be there for my daughter to teach her or to help her, yeah. to guide her around this fucked up world. And so that's why I've taken steps to like...
2: You got to prepare her. My dad died five years ago and I was 25, 26, 27. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. I don't keep track of time. But, um, and if he hadn't, like he was the reason why I have the capability to withstand the storm now, why I have the grit and like the ability to still be, I mean, I've been alone and awake for so long, but the thing is, is I would have rather have known the truth than like, cause when you're out of the truth and you see the crowd of just like, you know, like puppets and just, um, what's those birds that just repeat everything they hear? You know, like I would have friends just (laughs) repeating headlines at me and I'm like, Whoa, dude! I gotta go. Like, uh, you know, you then you see it; it becomes very apparent. And so, I honestly—I mean, I would have been mad at it if he held it back. So, like, I don't know. When the opportunity presents itself, you know, like this one. Like, I gotta figure out how to get us out of Disneyland. Well, you know what? Disneyland is pushing pedophilia and Balenciaga now. So, I'm gonna straight up tell my kids that the. Disneyland is the number one kidnapping place in California like (laughs) like, you know what I mean you know what I mean because like I mean they're coming from they are coming for my kids so I'm gonna make my kids so fucking like aware of you know it that they're gonna see Mickey Mouse and they're gonna see him with fangs subconsciously Mm. like Mm. I wanna I wanna turn Mickey Mouse into somebody that children look at him and cry and mm. like walk away. Like that's what, it, that, that's what needs to happen. Well, Cause we just need to cancel that, that, you know, like why, why do we allow, you know, who, uh, you know, right. we can, we want to make a change and we want to, we want to make a better world for our children, but we take them to Disneyland.
0: Right.
2: So we're paying for the demise, you know, there's right. so many ways we do that and there's a lot of ways I mean, they're in everything. It's hard to get get around it at this point. But, you know, those big conscious choice,
0: I don't know. Well, I agree with you, actually, but I would just uh, maybe suggest that you do it in a gentler, kinder kinder way because then you don't want to push them too far either because, like I said earlier, I'm sure there's kids who love their parents and all, but they got to an age where... I'm sure all kids, when they grow up, they go through that stage of rebelliousness where they kind of go against what their parents say. And you don't want to that's true you don't want to push him too far and to be like oh my mom was crazy she thought disney was evil and then they they go all in for it and so maybe i can explain the way that i'm kind of teaching my daughter to see that the people on tv are not on her side Uh, some of the things i'll do will be like remember mamas i call her mamas i tell her mamas Mm -hmm. didn't you see how in the news they said it was going to rain and it didn't rain that's weird, huh? It is weird how these people on TV are telling us what's going to happen oh, and, it, and you're
2: it. so gentle. See, I was I was raised by rednecks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love it.
2: My my yeah, I was raised I was raised, I mean, I I didn't come from a you're that's very No, you're right. And I don't See, that's the thing. I don't want to take away my child's innocence, but um And it it makes sense because, you know, when God says, come to me, come to me as a child or you're
0: not going to get in. Right. Oh, and I actually wanted to hit on that earlier when you were saying that the kingdom of heaven is at hand. You're right. You can be with God right now in the grace and glory. It's just that that state of mind, that mindset that you have, how you look at the world. But again, to tie it all together, actually, when we were talking about, the whole idea of waking up your kid or not the Bible says, let the children come to me because the kingdom belongs to such as these saying, what if it was that naivete, that little innocence, that kind of, that's maybe kind of what God wants, maybe in a sense. I don't know. This is where I get confused. What if it does come from that sense? Go ahead.
2: Well, okay. So the reason, the only reason why we can't exist that way is because they're, they're, um. I mean, when it comes down to getting a, getting the jab, you know, taking your kids in for their wellness shots, you know what I mean? Like you need to, there's, there's only so much la la land you can live in before you there's real life implications of like making a big mistake. Like, you know, I have a lot of friends who have their kids that have been, you know, I'm I think jab injuries are 100% real, you know, and they happen and I don't want to get dude, Freaking restrict act is is pissing me off. I'm telling you, like, who are you going to charge me $250,000 to say something you don't like? Please, I don't think so. Right? This is why I need to go sovereign because I need to get out of the statutes of that crap and I need to get my kids off of their registry too. You know what I mean? I need to, Mm
0: -hmm. yeah, you're right. It's just,
2: statutes don't have precedence over us anymore,
0: right. It's just sad because like I love my child, and I, it, whenever I see my kid, it's like I get to relive the world through her eyes. Like everything's so new, so fresh to her. To her, there's there's really no evil in the world. And so, again, like I, I try to teach her these truths softly, like, hey, you know how the news yeah. said this, and it didn't happen. Or I'll be, we'll go to the store, and I'll be like, she'll want a candy, and I'll, I'll buy it for her, but then we'll get home, and I'll be like, okay, look at these ingredients. Let's look them up. Let's see what these things do. And so now we'll go to the grocery store and she gets sad because she wants some candy or something sweet, but she's like, yeah, daddy, but these have poison, remember? And so she knows and it's kind of like, man, it's so sad that everything basically in the store is poison, like everything we're paying to get poison. And it's so sad. And it's like the only real true thing to do is to like leave the city Grow your own food in a greenhouse because even the rain is poisoning the food that people grow in their own gardens It's like everything is tainted the air the water The
2: whole thing needs to come down because they're they're the ones doing it to us. You know what I mean? So people I mean, it's not gonna take a revolution, but how do we like literally dissolve the structure? You know what? I actually watched this really interesting video where this um, woman she built a structure. I was going to say, dissolve the structure. I didn't finish my thought there, but now I'm going to go. She, she's like, this is how you do it. And she was talking about Christ consciousness. It was very interesting. She was like, you know, she had these two dishes, these pie dishes side by side. And both, both of them are filled with little water, like half water. Okay. And, um, one the actually, no, I'm going to take that back. They didn't have water yet. One of them had a pyramid she built out of sugar, sugar cubes. Mm -hmm. And, um, she poured water, some of the water in the first dish that didn't have any sugar cubes in it. A big pyramid of sugar cubes. Um, the first dish was just, she was like, this is Christ consciousness we're all equal. There's plenty of everything. There's no scarcity. It's all abundance. You know, it's beautiful. We all live on heaven on earth, basically and then on the other dish it still had that big pyramid structure that she built in like resemblance of how the the systems are laid out in place today you know we the people on the bottom mm. and then that tiny elite on top right uh-huh. and then she pours water into the pie dish and slowly but surely every bit of the sugar starts to dissolve and pool itself down into the water
0: oh Okay. And
2: so it's oh, no, it is it's an awakening of the Christ consciousness consciousness that's going to happen from a bottom up, and it's going to eat the system alive. <laughs> it's coming, yeah.
1: and it's
2: it's very close because the illusion is so. They're not even trying to hide anything anymore, right. and that's that's when the Bible says like get ready because when you know when evil. Is known for good and good is known for evil. That's when we know that, you know, the tip top is that going to be at its most desperate and its most vicious because it's going to be drowning, you know, it's mm. going down and it knows it's going down. It does lose, but it's going to suck while it's going down right. for everyone right. worldwide. The whole thing is getting shook. You
0: know, right, and it sucks and... because, like I said, we have kids, and it's gonna be a very, very difficult time to live in a world that's kind of like picking up the ashes. It's kind of like we're talking about gardening with ashes. It's gonna be like, man, the world's gonna suck, and it's gonna be like a like a woman when she's about to have birth. It seems like it's the end of the world for the kid. It's yeah. it's it's yeah. screaming. There's blood. There's pain. <laughs> but at the end of it, there's something new and beautiful that can sprout and like bring new opportunities, new hope. And and like, it's sad again, but it's going to take that work. I had a podcast with some guy recently and he said, yeah, it's going to suck. But what would you rather have a simple life where you're dependent on systems or a hard life where you actually work for your, for your labor, for your fruits, for what you want in your life. And yeah, it's hard, but we've become so complacent and so programmed to just go Mm -hmm. to the store and buy an apple instead of like growing the apple, tending the garden, Uh the animals, all of that shit that we as humans knew and like it's funny when i think back like now in this day and age you have to basically be a millionaire to live how peasants live in the past peasants yeah. grew their own food they made their own clothes everything custom made you know but now it's, yeah. we've grown in a world where it's so easy to be like just dependent on a system that's poisoning us and i love again that you have that idea of it's just walk away do your own shit don't you're not yeah. going to change the world no
2: so true i was going to ask you do you have land like are you in an urban area do you are you thinking about acquiring land i mean on yeah we should we should all go out get the land back take the land back and redistribute ourselves and form our little local communities get our gardens going get your own cows again get your own chickens again i mean our ancestors did not die of you know chronic cancers and diabetes or blood disease or heart disease or heart attacks Like, they were growing their own food. I mean, and in reality, it doesn't take a lot of really beautiful homegrown food to feed you. You eat a lot less because it's actually feeding you. It actually has the minerals
1: and
2: the vitamins and the fibers and the water and all of that sort of stuff that you need. And mm-hmm. so when you're out and eating McDonald's, like, or I don't even know why McDonald's <laughs> doesn't have the right to be on this. I shouldn't even have said that stupid name. But, um, you know, when you're going out and eating fast food or whatever, you're not feeding your body. So you're also just taking in, like, t- this toxic waste. So, but that's, that could go into a whole nother hour. But, um,
0: Have yeah. you ever tried to give McDonald's rice?
2: Get, get a garden, you know. Grow your own food and then have a store of food in a real root soil that you build with
0: some bricks and, yeah, walk away. Well, yeah, like to answer your question, actually, yeah, I've actually have been growing plants. I have spinach, bell peppers, jalapenos, and uh, starting strawberries. And, um, yeah, like you said, I I I, live in a house, but I'm trying, I already told my wife, our next house, when we move, it's gonna be outside the city with some land and we're gonna have goats, we're gonna have a cow at least. Yeah. We, we gotta escape because the cities are essentially concentration camps. And once mm-hmm. the shit hits the fan, it's like you're not gonna get out, you're stuck here. And so I'm yeah. trying, I'm growing these plants. I've started cloning them. I'm gonna give some to my neighbors and I've already talked to them and hey, um, we're gonna do this little coalition. We can grow our own stuff, and and we can share food. Anytime, anything yeah. we need, we can just depend on each other and stop depending on like if sh- the clothes, the stores close. Like, what do we do then? Oh well, we have yeah. I think
2: digital currency, like that's that's the end. Like, if we can't let that happen, like they can't take digital, they can't do digital currency. <laughs> you know, that just can't. If that turn, you know. And that's why, honestly, I'm, like, really wanting, I'm really praying God's just going to, like, vibrate me into a really, because it says, you know, you you do that, you disconnect, and, you know, the evil people literally on your left and right will fall, and he will not you will not be touched. So right. if we dwell in peace, you know, and hold a strong, loving home and vibration and, like, nurture Mother Earth, I truly believe that it's going to just, we won't even know that it's not there anymore
0: you know what i mean i agree just, with you actually but i would i would push back in the idea of yes it's love and all but also it has to be a balance one has to also be willing to protect and to fight for what they love and, and what they have it's so not for sure. it's not just lovey-dovey i mean i have a gun i have weapons i have stuff to no, protect no i
2: agree with that i agree with that i actually was going to take i was gonna gear up to sign up for um like self-defense and fighting
0: classes nice soon. Yeah. yeah I'm
2: like I want to get into some Muay Thai I want to like because I want to have like self-defense like yeah I, th- I don't think that we're not going to come across people that want us to fall
0: right you know right and so yeah no well I love what I'm hearing and it seems like you you're figuring it out and I'm glad that you have four there are four boys right you said
2: Oh, no. Two, uh, two and two. Okay. Two and two. Well, yeah.
0: that's good. You have two boys. They're going to be, hopefully be strong men. I'm sure they are because you're their mama and you're teaching them, right? And I have a daughter and the community of people that I've met everywhere on the internet, all around the world. It seems like before COVID, the world was already priming and waking up to like take the power back. Because after Occupy Wall Street, it seems like the elite, they got smart and they figured out, hey, let's use social media to divide everyone. And it did. But then people started waking up and using it as a way of communicating and spreading information that was not meant to be ours. And so then when that happened, they threw in COVID and they kind of like try to divide and conquer us again. But then again, people are now using it. And I know so many people who woke up because of COVID, like COVID was their red he- red herring because it was like okay yeah. you're telling me you care about me so much that you're willing to close down the world but when i really needed healthcare you were saying there was no money and now all of a sudden y'all pull trillions of dollars out your ass like what is going mm-hmm. on and then i i feel like that was a a bittersweet moment where they try to fuck us up but it it turned on them and i have hope and people Don't have really. a hard time figuring out if i'm optimistic or not and let's get it straight i'm very optimistic i actually think that nothing can go wrong and that nothing will go wrong and that if something needs to be done people will find themselves doing it so i feel there will come a point where it's going to be a tipping point i think like you said it right now it's kind of hidden but now you can see that it's coming out all in the open and there's going to come a time in 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 the future i think where it might be like a climax where people are going to actually have to choose what do i do do i follow these clearly demonic people or do i go to the side of peace love and working for your own life you know
2: well yeah and it said you know christ told us like or maybe it was god father but he said you know you have you're at the end of it you will know who you're choosing and you will consciously choose me like the light or the dark the love or the you know the demonic whatever or you'll choose choose me. So like it has to expose itself because he doesn't want anyone choosing him like without being fully aware of um the other side, you know.
0: Right, right, right. Um
2: so yeah, it's it's I mean, because when you explain like some evil things to people and then they acknowledge like no, no, I like the Satanic Temple for instance. The Satanic Temple is open now. It's like it's like going into schools trying to like hold like play hours with junior high kids after our schools you know i you heard about that no. was, like a year and a half ago satanic temple was like trying to host like dances and stuff wow. and it's like it is so out in the open that you literally are you know admitting that you're satanic right. because you go to a satan. you know what i mean so mm-hmm. yeah we're it's it's coming to a head i i I remember my grandma being like armageddon's coming my my grandparents were jehovah's witness and um i was like that's so scary but i'm like damn (laughs) but you know you never know you never really know you never know if it's gonna come today or tomorrow or a a thousand years from now but it but in our lifetime i really feel like historically just history just keeps repeating itself so historically there's You know collapses and system you know system uprisings and
0: it's just another day right and like to go back with what i was saying earlier with that comment that that person made it's like the world has always been fucked it's just a lot of us have been asleep and haven't been keen to what's actually going on and you know i usually end my podcast with hope and glimmer but now because you're 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 always going for that i kind of want to end with the opposite now i'm going to end maybe with a little bit dark but i'll bring it back to the light have you seen the okay. movie ready player one
2: yes okay. we we love that movie
0: okay yeah that movie's awesome and so i tied it within the bible in, in revelations there's a verse that says in the end times men will seek death men will want to die but they won't be able to and so i always wonder what the hell does that mean so when I saw the movie Ready Player One, in the end, I'm sure you know. Guys, maybe I'm going to break this down for y'all listeners. In, in Ready Player One, it's a virtual world where people can go and play video games or explore or do whatever they want. It's like the metaverse. And so there's this big corporation that controls all of this, and they're essentially evil. And so what happens is if you die in this virtual world, you lose all your money, all your credits, everything that you worked for. But if you break the rules, you actually become a prisoner and they take you from the real physical world and they lock you up into this little box which is an enclosed virtual reality system. And they forcefully tie this virtual headset onto your hand and these uh, mechanistic arms where you will control a being in the virtual world. And this being essentially creates the virtual world. So you're put in this prison where you cannot get out, you cannot escape and you have to do what they're telling you to do. And so when I saw that scene, it clicked in my head, like, okay, people want to die, people don't want to be in this virtual world, but they cannot escape it because they're locked into it. And so that made a light bulb go go up in my head, and like, what if this is Bible prophecy that's being kind of shown that in the future, there's going to be these virtual worlds and there's going to be these people like Mark Zuckerberg or Elon Musk, which have control over this corporation. And if you go against their guidelines or their provisions or whatever you signed up and agreed to, you will essentially give up your body to these corporations where you will want to die. But you can because you're locked in. And I don't know. What do you think about that? Yeah.
2: Um. I mean, yeah. Same movie. Free Guy. Yes. Yeah
0: i love them it's a similar similar type of thread
2: similar video game yeah yeah video game he has to remember who he is take the leap right Mm -hmm. um yeah i mean and the thing okay so have you uh come across the stuff that's like ai is telling us that it's satan
0: right yeah
2: (laughs) right like it's it's darkness like it's like um it's a demonic presence and it talks all sorts of stuff if you start asking it the right questions right um and so i just found out that you know the company blackrock yeah so blackrock um owns like 60 percent of the world's ass i don't know just some crazy number of the world's assets right like 60% of Microsoft, 60% of Apple, 60% of Amazon, 60%, of, you know what I mean? And then the other one's Vanguard and a few others. Well, BlackRock is a company created by, like, a failed banker named Lloyd Fink or something like that right. back in the 80s, and it's called Aladdin. And, and um, well, oh, I'm sorry, let me backtrack. No, he created this program called Aladdin. And BlackRock is, I just came to realize that um, – or find out that it's not actually run by anybody. There's no human president of BlackRock. There's no human board of direction. And, like, correct me if I'm wrong, um, but nobody can find human representation for BlackRock.
0: Oh, wow. It's
2: an AI program.
0: Oh, wow. I wouldn't be surprised.
2: AI runs BlackRock. And AI is...
0: Satan. wow i would not be surprised and i'm sure we all know the adage that whatever technology is now available has yeah, actually... like they
2: have the principalities of these waves right, right sorry interrupt right. you. like he's got the principality of these of these like the technology that right the, com- the these wavelengths right this is how you communicate you know anyway
0: no yeah you're right and it, it, when i start thinking around along those path lines it's like yeah man There is, I don't know if it's the devil, Lucifer, Enki, whoever all the myths say, but there is an opposer out there that has used technology to kind of have his eyes everywhere because this entity can't be everywhere like God. It's not omnipotent or omniscient. It has to use technology to be able to see what's going on everywhere, to keep track of everything that's going on. And it's like, I don't know if you even know, I heard this amazing podcast by one of my buddies, Ryan. Please, all of y'all, go check out the podcast Dangerous World Podcast. This guy is fucking awesome. Uh, he actually had a podcast. I'll link it to you later. I'm going to link it in the show notes. But he had a podcast where he describes the the basic, uh, how computers were created. And basically back when the internet was being created, the people, DARPA, the military, when they created the system, they created this type of, it's not an algorithm, but it's basic, uh, the architecture of what creates The internet is is actually called demons. Look it up and look into it. Because everything on the internet and what computers is working off of is working off of demons. That's what they called it, guys. They could have called it anything else. They could have called it internet system applications, anything. But they chose to call it demons. So it's so crazy the fact that I'm working on a computer right now. I'm watching the TV right now, YouTube. All these things are basically working off of the fundamental of demonic forces. Even though it's just a word. Why did they pick that word, guys? You have to really think about the things that these people are doing, that it seems like it's just, like, a name. But no, all these corporations, Starlink, uh, the Vatican has a telescope called Lucius, the Lucius Trust. All these things are referencing Lucifer and Satan. Like, okay, I thought thought the spiritual realm wasn't real. Why are these people who supposedly rule the world giving references to these things, you know? I got to
2: plug into that, too, because, like, um, okay, so you have you heard of the ohm meter? No. Okay, so the ohm meter is a meter discovered by a gentleman gentleman named something Ohm. Um, and I'm gonna botch this because I don't know anything really about it besides the fact that it measures the electrical grounding current of electricity. okay And he discovered what grounds electricity. and so they created a meter of it, and his name was literally like let's just call him Jeremy. His name was literally jeremy ohm mm. and they named it after him well buddha three thousand years before you know before that was teaching us to drop into ohm right. and meditate right and get to heaven so it's like the whole thing the whole simulation or whatever it is is written on like te- exposing and telling us what we need to do the other one like okay who controls all the computer software like who invented computer software and moved over to like vaccinations well bill gates mm.
0: right the mm-hmm. gates oh well, shit
2: gates he controls circuits circuit software mm-hmm. okay what are what are the circuit things in our mind but they're the gates the mm. gates to have it's like just you got to think in that way right. and See how the universe, see how it's talking to you.
0: Right. It's all word magic. Like the, like you said in the beginning, they're yes. telling you what they're doing. It's just we've been so dumbed down that we don't understand how the spells yeah. are working.
2: Who's the number one casino owner in Las Vegas? His name's Wynn. Really? Yeah. Wynn Casinos. Like his name is Wynn, and he happens to be the number one casino owner in.
0: You oh, know, God. Las Vegas, the
2: same as Wynn, you know, it's like this word play that is always coming out at us that and like who owns Atlantic City? Well, Trump. Mm. Trump you know the Trump car, you know, it's just like
0: Right. And then know. you can even go down even further, which I don't even like going down, but have you heard of Geomatria? Oh yeah.
2: And how yeah. and
0: for the listeners, heard Geomatria heard is this whole idea word. of how you can extract numbers from events or incidents and it's kind of in a way giving you, I don't even know how to explain it, I get confused myself, but the way that I've come to understand it is that in events that happen, like shootings, you'll have ambulances or cops or numbers show up on the screen that seem like just numbers, but if you really investigate, you'll see that these numbers correlate with word magic, uh, the numerical value of numbers, and all of this correlates to the idea that they're dispelling to you what they're doing. Yeah. But then again, to me, that seems too perfect. And what I've extrapolated from that, that I think is this demonic forces working on this field to kind of make this happen. Because, I, like I said, humans are messy, they're dumb, they fuck shit up, and they're not able to be as consistent as these higher, highly intelligent beings.
2: Yeah, I totally agree with that. Hold
0: on. Hi, babies. Oh, Hi. we got the kids.
2: Kids are gonna come in on me um yep it's 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 wild it's really it's really wild there's it's I'm always thinking too so put trying to put it together and then I remember and then I feel I actually just came across a reel that said it's not up to us to try to figure out how it works it's just up to us to live the what we're being like how we're we know we need to live
0: right yeah just walk away essentially and um, yeah, yeah. I I love this talk. Actually, uh, we had said 45 minutes, but I I, I love talking to you and uh, I just wanted to push it further. And I'm sure we could talk for hours. We definitely can do it again. And when we first talked, you mentioned that your cousin is really good at like breaking down movies and stuff. I I would like to have him on as well. Tell me a little bit about him and what fascinates you about him.
2: Sure. Well, okay. So he's married to my cousin Sarita and him. They're up in Alaska. Um, his name's Sean, and they're both, I mean, she's she's awesome, he's awesome, but he he's just, well, and, well, about the movies, but he's really well-versed. He got me into Bill Donahue. He was, um, you know, like, Sean went to a church where they literally, like, brought a snake on stage and were like, let's let the snake bite you and prove that the poison won't poison you. And wow. he's, like, eight, and he's like, ah! you know so he like went through the bible pretty deep to try to figure out like what the hell is this is this the way you know what i mean finding the truth for himself and he has a really um he has a really great way of just breaking it down he's got really interesting yeah he's just interesting like he could talk about it for a long time
0: well give me in touch yeah. with him i'd like to have a conversation with my with him. cousin
2: yeah they're both you'd really like both of them they're both they're both little encyclopedias in their own way for their own little expertises, and um, I'll yeah I'll send them over to you.
0: I love it, and, and this is the thing too that bothers me when people try to make fun of like conspiracy theorists or truthers. These people are smart; they're not stupid. They've researched. They like you said, they're little encyclopedias, and they're not just dummies who regurgitate what they've learned in school oh, they've gone God, no. off the beaten path and they've educated themselves so for like to people to say that conspiracy theorists are dummies or stupid is like no man check it check that's yourself just
2: a, that's just a way for them like you're you're making them uncomfortable because you're rattling them in some way yeah and conspiracy theory is a term that was supplied to people who don't want to like look into things for themselves right. so Like, it's just a way for them to slap you and degrade you and, like, to discredit you Mm -hmm. and to shut you down and then, like, feel better about themselves and then, like, be okay with continuing to live how they were living. You're never – you know, I would never take anybody's information as, like, offending because I don't hold any – like, unless it resonates as truth for me, I don't hold on to it. You know what I mean? Like, it just – vibrates
0: out right and so, similarly also don't just blindly accept anything that goes with your rhetoric like also if i hear something that i like i question it also and i look and yep. push back against it because i don't want to be just swayed by the what's it called uh, when you're in a echo chamber
2: yes yes i yeah exactly um you've got to step out of the chaos and the noise like you can't let any of the noise be your noise because yeah. that's really all it is um and you have to yeah you have to seek it for yourself for sure right so important like it's almost funny though because sometimes now you you know social media is flagging all of our stuff and putting you know fact check stuff on everything right and it's almost like a oh thank you
0: right it's a badge of honor it's like oh it's like an
2: authenticity stamp you're like yes like that
0: yeah now that you just said that it makes it seem like they're a uh what are those people that you go to to sign stuff and like to make it official?
2: Uh, notary. Yes,
0: they're basically notaries. <laughs> <laughs>
2: they're the notary public.
0: Right. Oh, that's so great. I'm gonna I'm gonna remember that. But actually, this um, was great. I, I love yeah. it. I love what you post. I love that you have kids and you're gonna teach them right. I love that you like to end with with the light, and that's what I'm about to. um, So to end with something positive, what's something you would like to share with the people to, like, leave them with a glimmer of hope or positivity?
2: Oh, man. Um, Okay. So even if you're in darkness, you know, like, even if you're feeling lost or, like, you feel like it's a really scary place, we have to know and this is gonna, this might shake your, shake your cage a little bit, but there's only one thing faster than the speed of light. And that's the speed of darkness because it was there first. Oh. Like if you're in the darkness right now, you are exactly where you need to be because if the speed of darkness was there before the speed of light, that means source is in the darkness. And that means God is in the darkness. And that's mean that that means that's, exactly where you need to go to find your path so just like don't give up you know and like drop down pray and then listen <laughs> mm.
0: right.
2: and it's all gonna be good like it's all good
0: right. i it's love just, that
2: That's
0: it. i love that and like yeah guys pray like what do you have to lose try it for a week try it wake up thank yes. you god for my breath thank you that i'm alive that i can breathe walk talk see And at night, thank you for this day, for the food you gave me, that I'm safe. Like try it, you have nothing to lose. And watch just how being grateful. Maybe you're not even focusing too much on God, but the fact that you're seeing the gratitude and seeing how amazing and basically how a miracle everything is, you'll start to change your mindset and you'll realize that, man, I should just Well it
2: changes you at a it changes you at a cellular level too.
0: Right. You're gonna
2: change your health. If you smile, it's like the placebo, just smile and all of a sudden five seconds later, you're happy. Right. It's real. Right. Like you you change yourself at a cellular level. You change what you think and you change what you're, you know, you're about. You're gonna change your health, your well being, you're gonna cure yourself of disease. Like that's all it takes,
0: mm-hmm. you know? Mind over matter. I love it. And,
2: yeah, uh,
0: all right. I better let you go. No, we're good. Uh, again, we'll do it sometime again soon. And uh, send me your cousin. And thank you again, Ashley, for for, for taking thank the time. Thank you so much. And uh, thank you guys for listening. And remember, know thyself, improve thyself, find the others, and then you'll know what to do. Peace. All right, you guys. I hope you all enjoyed that episode with Gardening with Ashes, a.k.a. Ashley. I totally nailed what her name meant, and I just guessed it. Uh, that just goes to show how much discernment I, I got, and how much you guys should not follow me, but check me out for a while and learn how to discern things. Then go out on your own and learn how to do this shit by yourself. Because at some point, uh, you need to learn how to walk your own, walk on your own. You know, uh, we're here to, of course, grow and learn and learn how to discern. But eventually, we have to be able to show and teach this to others. And there's this saying that goes that you don't know a subject or a concept fully until you can explain it to a novice person. So uh, it's basically that you have to become a master of something before you can actually teach it. Like you can't teach somebody to ride a bike if if you don't know how to ride one. But uh, again, I'm rambling. Uh, I'm using my headphones right now. I kind of figured out how to do it properly through the GarageBand application. So I hope it sounds clear and smooth and you hear how beautiful my voice truly is and raspy. And um, nasally, sometimes I have a lot of allergies. I haven't been sick, luckily, but the pollen has been pretty bad. So I'm just chilling. I've been going to the sauna every day. I feel really good. Been getting a really good night rest after I heard about that on the Joe Rogan podcast. How saunas a uh, couple hours before bed actually helps you cool down your body, which helps you fall asleep easier and faster. Oh, okay, so as we ended, um, there was a couple of things during the podcast that uh, reminded me or made me think of this song, which I love. Um, I don't know if I've shared it with y'all here on the podcast. It's called the, An Incredible Pearl featuring Terence McKenna. And um, <clears throat> kind of to surmise here, I've always been a major proponent and advocator of listening to Terence McKenna. But the more I study, or, or the more that psychedelics are becoming ma- mainstream, I am rethinking my stance on psychedelics. Hence, I think that they're using psychedelics, or they figured out how to use psychedelics in conjunction with media. Like movies or music or books or the Wi Fi or the radio signals in the air, all that stuff that we can't see. I think that they figured out how to manipulate people without having to put them through, through MK Ultra uh, trauma or that type of, of way of indoctrinating people, which was how they did it back in the 60s. They figured out with uh, acid and restraining someone and putting certain images on their head, you can make, you can implant certain ideas into it, people. But I think now it's evolved into such a way where they can do it with just beaming certain waves through the air. That's probably just a theory, but I'm just rambling again. Um, the reason I wanted to share, I would say that is because again. Psychedelics are great, but I think you need to learn discernment before you actually go and try to do these things on your own. Because, I haven't mentioned it, but I had a trip once, a couple months ago, where I took psychedelics and, and they showed me the mentality of the New World Order. Meaning, the mushrooms told me that 15 minute CDs are good that electric cars are good, that monitoring people was necessary to keep peace and safety. All the things that the New World Order is proposing and pushing forward, the mushroom made me feel receptive to those ideas. And, and that scared me because I was like, okay, so the mushrooms can do this to me. If, it wasn't mushrooms, it was acid to me, as a matter of fact. So I think acid, especially, you know, since it's lab made and mushrooms are natural, I think that they've figured out how to, you know, just do some scientific shit to fuck with your brain. So, so that's why I, I haven't been really promoting it as much. And add to the fact that demons can also can also probably use this medium to enter people. But again, I'm rambling. Let me know if y'all want me to do a solo episode because I feel I don't really talk as much. I try to listen to the to the person talking to see where they're coming from. To really be present, but if y'all want me to do an episode solo, and just spitball ideas, because I got a shitload, guys, uh, let me know, or throw me some subjects that y'all want to hear about, but this is already a five minute outro, so, <laughs> so to continue, Terence McKenna, good, but have a little discernment, and this song, basically, y'all just check it out, I'm rambling now, so this is again, We Are Happy Plants, I mean, I'm sorry, this is the artist, We Plants Are Happy Plants, which is great. They do a bunch of ambient music and they sample a lot of Terrence McKenna. But this is a great song by Terence McKenna and We Plants Are Happy Plants about what is the fate of our planet. And again, he starts getting into the universe and space and again, I don't know if that's real. I'm not married to any idea of flat earth or space, the globe, uh, inner earth, hollow earth, all that shit. I don't know guys. It's just ideas we venture and, and play with. But until we can verify ourselves, don't go blindly trusting whatever the people are telling you. So again, a six-minute outro. And if you're still with us, God bless you. And um, and uh, this is Terrence McKenna in An Incredible Pearl. We plants are happy plants. Peace. <laughs>
1: we're going to have to make a decision about human nature to wit is this our home to be cherished and nurtured an incredible pearl flung out in a universe of ashes and darkness or is this a hell world A tiny confining prison at the edge of a dying universe from which it is our destiny to break free and recover our higher and hidden nature from which we have become separated. You know, this is a choice which as a culture we face. Are we to go into the divine imagination and create you know, starships the size of Manitoba that will ply between here and Andromeda and exist in a world of our complete syntactical self-expression? Or is man's place humbler than that? Is that grandiose, steeped with megalomania, touched with the kind of uh political taint that's had this raping and pillaging ever since we got out of those miserable ice-bound villages in Jutland or wherever it was. Is it that? Or is it our challenge and our destiny? It's really a choice about human nature. As individuals, and I guess this is really for you personally maybe what makes this all important as individuals we have been too willing to be taught and led when what is really out there to blow your mind is not some regurgitation of previously achieved conclusions but experience the world is far weirder than the maddest among us suppose this very small flute theme bohemianism just will not die in Western civilization no it's always been there it was there before rave before punk, before rock and roll, before jazz, before uh, the impressionists, before the romantics, back, back, back. There was always this strain of dissent because it's the lifeline of sanity. And every time the bastions of bullshittery grow weak, the bohemian thread expands its options offers itself as an alternative. And I don't think this is an an eternal dance of frustration. I think eventually this archaic return, which is what this bohemian thing has always represented, will be felt, will be heard. We have very little time now If I believed that salvation had to come from political institutions, I would just throw up my hands in despair. It's very hard for people sometimes to figure out whether I'm an optimist or not. (laughs) Let's get something straight here. I am the most optimistic person you have ever met. I'm absolutely convinced that there is nothing wrong and that nothing can go wrong, and that nothing will go wrong, and that if something needs to be done, you will find yourself doing it.
0: Isso.